Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassCenter.com. Today is Thursday, December 28th, 2017. This is episode 190, Mouthpiece Madness. My main instrument is trumpet, but I've learned all of the brass instruments and I've performed them in all different venues over the years. At this point in my career, I would say it's probably an even split between the performances I have on French horn and trumpet, and I even have a little bit of euphonium mixed in. But one of the most amazing things to me is the topic of mouthpieces. Now, when I run into people at rehearsals in these groups where I play, quite honestly, I don't hear much mention of mouthpieces about which ones are the best, which ones are the worst, which ones give the best results, and everything else associated with it. However, I am also part of many groups and forums on the internet for either brass instruments, wind instruments, band as a whole, or specific brass instruments. And I am, I, I am just enamored with the number of people who spend countless hours discussing mouthpieces. I frankly don't get it. I'll tell you straightforward. I, I have I have two ma- trumpet mouthpieces I play on. I have a 3C, but the 3C that I have, and I can't even remember the company off the top of my head. That's how little it matters to me. But the 3C that I have it's it's cut in such a way that it just works for me better than the average 3C. I can play on the, the average 3C just fine. And for me, it really just simply has not mattered whether I play on a Bach 3C or a 3C by any other company. The results I've even gotten on the Kelly mouthpieces those are the hard plastic ones, have been just fine. But the one, the one that I play on, I, I still have no idea where I, where or how I obtained it, but I liked it so much and it's now a discontinued model that I looked around and I was able to find a second one just in case I ever lose the first one or the one I have right now gets a little dinged up. 
the outside of that mouthpiece, I only have one other mouthpiece I use. And it's a 7E. And the reason I use the 7E is for church. I don't use it all the time. Only some of the time. It depends on the church I'm playing and it depends on the piece that I'm playing. And that one with the E cup is more shallow. The sound for me is a brighter trumpet sound, which is the desired result I want in some of the church settings that I'm in. The sanctuaries can be spacious, cavernous, uh, and very resonant. For French horn, two mouthpieces. For my euphonium, one mouthpiece. Which is a it's it's a modified six and a half AL. That's it. That's all I have. And I'm doing just fine. I realized a long, long, long time ago when I had this mouthpiece phase that probably lasted no longer than two weeks in which I drove myself absolutely crazy trying about, oh, it had to have been 30 different models. And in the end, the one that I wound up settling on is not even the one I play right now. I still have that mouthpiece, but I never use it. I find that people, I, I think it's, I personally think it's an issue. I think people obsess over trying to find the right mouthpieces. And I'm going to give just this one bit of advice and you can do with it what you want. But my wind ensemble director in college, he was as good as it gets. He's a great trombone player. And uh, the, the amount of, the level of respect that I had for him as a musician was off the charts. One of the finest musicians I've ever known. Still to this day, greatest band director I ever played for. And he would have these rants from time to time in rehearsal. And they were really funny. Because he'd get so salty and so aggravated over certain things that would happen in rehearsals. Oh, oh believe me, he was very cutting in rehearsal. I, I've, I've heard all the stories, or read the stories, I should say, about uh, conductors like Fritz Reiner. And while I don't think he was abusive like some of those uh, older conductors that most of whom are now deceased uh, he, he could be brutal in rehearsal but you always wanted to make yourself better to please him and to for, and really for the good of the music and the one thing you never did was say anything about your mouthpiece yet we always have a few students over the time that I was there 
who would say something about issues they were having with their mouthpiece, and he would go off. And the one bit of advice, now that I went off on that little tangent about my director, that he would say is if people would spend more time practicing and less time worrying about their mouthpieces, they'd be a lot better off. And I don't think I could put it any better than that. I think that tells you all you need to know. Mouthpieces are expensive. That's an expensive quote-unquote hobby to get into. Because the other problem with mouthpieces, this is not something where you could just return it to the supermarket. You use a mouthpiece, a lot of times you can't return it. There are some stores that there are rare exceptions, but some of those stores are starting to dry up now. Because the one thing you have to keep in mind when it comes to mouthpieces and just instruments in general is the supply and demand is a major problem. The cost of everything, the, the instruments, the accessories, has gone through the roof. So what I say to you when it comes to mouthpieces so you don't drive yourself completely crazy and hopefully you're not an addict with this because it can be a very, very costly uh, issue. But I would say that the average, I would say the average person should not have, I would think, more than four mouthpieces. I think four is, it's, it's more than enough for what you need to play. I think when you're getting to the point where you're doing so many other changes, I think it can really mess with your embouchure. That's my own personal belief. And if you disagree with that, that's completely fine. But I stand by what my director said. I think people would be a lot better off if they would just practice and use the equipment they have and make themselves better that way rather than trying to blame it on the mouthpiece. Never forget this saying. It's not the plumbing. It's never the plumbing. It's always the plumber. <laughs>